Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blade in Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 49, Yara Mirstri. <laughs> yeah, what's up, man? Hey, here we go, Yara. <laughs> what's up? Hello, everybody. You good? With my friend from Venezuela. Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> good to see you. Let's do this, guys. Hello, so, everybody. How are Buongiorno. you? Buongiorno. Buongiorno. <laughs> Capisto. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Very good. Great. I Always saw you. Busy. Yeah, I saw, I saw it. And I saw you, like, uh, skating through the city with no problem at all, right? No. It was, like, I mean, the coronavirus. But in Czech Republic, nobody says you have to stay really home, you know? You just don't. <laughs> Don't be in group, you know, don't do things with contact and stuff, but clothes, skate parks, everything was closed, but actually streets was empty and <laughs> good to use, you know. Yeah, you were able to, to fly around to go like super fast as you are used to do, right? Don't you? I love this. Speed <laughs> is my life, guys. <laughs> I but saw it. I mean, you know. <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw it. So, how's life uh, so far? Like, are you able to work and do like um, uh, all kind of stuff? Yes, I'm able to work, but because my work is gastronomy, I own mm -hmm. bar. Everybody knows it, so I'm closed down also already for two months. But I take it like reconstructions and stuff, okay. you know, cleaning and and stuff like that. You know, there still was like a direction that people can buy and take away stuff so they can buy ah, okay. and stuff blah 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 sandwich and so, so on right and the government little bit supports businessmen and stuff like that example gastronomy we get first month 1000 euro payout you know and second month 500 euro payouts for the damage to ah, be okay. closed, so you know so better than nothing right of course, you know, better than guys from Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> and what is going on in Venezuela? Because, like, your friend is there. Like, what is the situation in Venezuela? Uh, today, Venezuela is, is, is totally stopped for corona and for situation, political situation. Oh, there is no petrol, you know? No mm -hmm. petrol, no gasolina. No way. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And there is like, how to say the everybody wants the president. Fifteen million dollars for Maduro. <laughs> really? Because yeah. they basically they are like Pablo Escobar style, you know. And right mm. now they are biggest, bigger than Escobar, you know. And uh, super corrupted and, and all that. It is the politics, exactly, you know. So no comment. This one, hope solution soon. Venezuela, Libre. Hey, in Venezuela, was it like Richard is from Venezuela, right? Richard Vasquez. Yes, yes, Richard Vasquez is from Venezuela, you know. The rollerblading scene in Venezuela, it's pretty it's good. Big. You know? It's big, it's big, really, right? really good. Let's talk rollerblading, guys. Yeah, Much yeah of course. Hey, you have a shout out from Chad Sands. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Chad Sands, hello. <laughs> Remember you from IMYTA. Legend, you know. So let's let's talk about this first, like your career in skating, because like you've been killing it ever since. Like I remember, like we the first time we ever met was in two thousand five, but not at IMYT at the Balkan Tour. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, I do remember really good. You know, but like at the Balkan, like at the at the IMYT, man, you killed it. Like you're doing like that big ass true top soyal on the King Creole. Doing you like know what? One. I explain you something. Yeah? I started 1994, guys. Okay. You know? I see guys in the street skating backwards stairs, you know, landing the stairs backwards. And because I used to play ice hockey, you know, mm -hmm. and 
I started sport really, very young guy. I started like four or five years old, active with sport. I started with ice hockey. And mm -hmm. actually when I was nine years, nine years old, uh, one team in Czech Republic, big team, you know, team which like make a player for NHLs and stuff bought me for academy. So I was bought in nine years old. Actually, I start to be professional kid. Wow. Like, you know, but then after 15 or 14 or 15 years old, I seen the skating, you know, and I also was like a skinny guy and stuff for ice hockey. And because I switched cities and stuff and blah, blah, blah. I did, I don't want to continue, you know, and then I mm -hmm. already start skating, you know, and then motivate me straight away, you know, then I start 1995. I went first competition, the U-Ramp, you know, I didn't skate street too much, you know, I start street, but then I see U-Ramp, big ramp, vertical ramp. So I start to do this one, you know, for mm -hmm. a while, you know, and I straight won some competition in Czech Republic, I mean, you know. And then 95, 96, rollerblading was big, you know, because actually we seen the videos from USA, hoax one, you know, hoax two yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And we seen Roches, you know, Arlo Eisenberg, but I will more say that also like these European guys like Tom Alquist and stuff, mm -hmm. or Toto Gali, mm -hmm. you know. Toto Gali, of course. Of I course. will really support like European same this way, you know, today to talk a little bit, you know, because this history is big, you know. And then, yeah, then I start continue like uh, skating. And then I went 1996, 1997 in Lausanne, guys, you know. Yeah, it was my was... first experience to meet like profits and like this hero, superstar from America. I seen Josh Petty. I seen, uh, I seen first time Shane Scower, you know. Man, Shane Scower. Yeah, There the best. Rail, circle rail, feet dropped, you know, like dropped two meters, not so high, but the rail was circle that time. Circle rail was like, wow. And these guys was like, putting districts. There was a like guy, Shane Scour, and he put through top soil and that stayed like with nothing, my mind. Right? You know? <laughs> Definitely. But I, for example, I, I feel... for example, that 1996, seven, I seen this guy, Samo Bajek, you know, Samo Bajek from uh, Slovenia, Slovenia, you know, Ljubljana. this guy is the guy who brought through spin top, you know, yeah, that definitely. guy put True fish, true porn star, blah blah blah, all this true all over the place, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. Someone, someone was like a huge influence in my skating. Like I remember I saw him skating in a, in a competition here in Italy back in 2002 or something, and he was my very first pro skater that I saw live yes. skating. This rollerblade expo. Yeah. And Man, it was like, I really seen the extra rollerblade team was really really high you know that was yeah. the guy big big respect to him richard taylor from england yeah, of course you know, you know he passed away you know i've talked but with him uh, about, about him really uh, um, good and yeah, really yeah. passionate into rollerblading you know and there was this another guy bruno love and stuff you know benny harmanus you know the german son was really big there you know and benny stuff. uber Do you remember Benny Huber from yes. Switzerland? Benny Huber, I know personally also, you know. Yes, so, yeah, so the Balkan fact, Tour, you know. You remember, at the Balkan Tour, there were like yes, all of, of them. Samo, Bruno, Benny, Dominic, all the role the team was there. Yes, Crazy. Exactly, you know, I seen you there and I see guys from Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> and from France, you know, remember, you know, that dude that, was mad, guys, you know. <laughs> that Balkan tour was, <laughs> the Balkan tour was crazy, like super good memories. And like, it was like a pretty cool idea because Samo and Bruno, they were connecting like a lot of countries together and like traveling through the world, like Eastern Europe. We went to Budapest. We went to like uh, Serbia, um, ex-Yugoslavia, ex uh, Ljubljana. Until Slovakia. Yeah. I remember, you know. Yeah, we went to uh, Bratislava. Bratislava. Martin Darnadi. Also, I've been once in uh, Italy, skate park competition, like 2006. I don't know, where was it? Small city, you know. I have it here mm -hmm. in like magazine, you know. Wasn't But it... Wasn't it the one by the sea? No. Yeah, yeah, it was close the sea. 
Sestri Levante, then it was. Yeah, yes. it was Sestri Levante. Sestre, Sestre Levante, something like that. Yeah. Pretty close there. to Genova, right? Yes. So How did you get there? Like, did Lodan you get there by car? What? Did you that get time... to, to by car from, from Prague? Or yeah, we were with the... my friends. That time I didn't have driving license. So my friends drove it. We were like four or five Czech friends, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, before I'm YTA, I... Before I start even to look after a professional rollerblading, or I would like to be a professional rollerblader, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like nine, uh, 2001, when I finished my high school, I chose to go to Germany, Hamburg, to looking for a job without <laughs> job permissions, <laughs> you know, documents, <laughs> time ago and stuff, you know, and... <laughs> do like to be professional rollerblader or like to be sponsored and stuff. And I met there Dominic Wagner and mm -hmm. Mark Stammer, you know, these two yeah. guys, you know, and I spent with them two months in summer and it was a big experience, you know. And I have yeah. to say, Dominic Wagner is the, one of the biggest le legend, you know, in Europe, you know, in rollerblading, you know. He's yeah, with the skate park, you know, but the style, the line, no, the, you you just mentioned like two shit, you know, he's doing it's amazing. The speed he has got, man. I don't have even speed like him in the <laughs> but... <laughs> no, no, like the, the, those two people that you mentioned, um, Dominic Wagner and Mark and, Summer, and man, then they were like the best. And then uh, there was a guy from magazine, inline skating magazine, something like that, and he would like to do with me interview and photos, and so we. We do some street skating and stuff. That time I have Shima Razors, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I like, you know, brand Shima also and style like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we do the interview and like a few weeks later, there was, then there come Rochester, you know. There was a Jaren Grob. Mm -hmm. There was this Oli Short, I think. There was like two more guys. I don't know. The guy from Switzerland, Roches, you know. Mark Dubiek. Mark Dubiek. There was a whole Roches team, you know. And then I skate with them, you know. And then a few weeks later, they really asked if I want to be in Roches flow team, you know. It was, it was exactly what I was looking for that time, you know. So, and exact, there was a guy from Italy. He was the manager. His name was, was Luca. Luca, Luca Calzamatta. Yeah, Luca Samanta. I, I never heard about him until, you know, right now. Then I heard he was like in Puerto Rico or somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, but this, guy, this guy built this amazing team, you know, actually from, nine, from 2003, you know, it started Rochester's team and it was, it was Matthias Selheim, Lauren Kalaman, me. You? Yo-Yo was there, Jacob mm -hmm. a little bit, and then one guy from Holland, you know. It was like this new flow team with Oli Short and Jaren Grob and I think... Crazy. Charles Dunkel Charles Dunkel was with me. Charles was a good friend of mine, you know, also. And then we built this team, you know, and it was really successful, you know. So, for example, 2004, Lauren Kalaman win YTA after our tour, so we were so juiced, so like crazy. crazy. Then we come, then next year, they bankrupt, you know, Roches, you know, they bankrupt or stuff like that. I don't know what's happened. Then they became Wallo, and they even ask if we want to follow, you know, and I have no words because I was so new and stuff, you know, and then 2005, I won MYTA, and 2006, Matthias won ASA, so we were all champions, you know, but... It's, it's crazy because, like, what you were saying... Everybody lost the job in, in Rochester, you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> hey, but, like, listen, it's the very first time that I realized that, like, uh, in 2004, Laurent Kalam, he won the MYTA, and he was skating roses. And then, in 2005, you won the MYTA, and you were skating roses. Which is pretty crazy if you think about. And then, like, what you're saying, like, uh, uh, Matthias Silan, he wants the ASA in Strasbourg in 2006. 
which is like a still remarkable. So man, that, that's crazy, man. Like the, the you guys and the roses yeah, back then were like killing it. And then, then started the hard time, you know, because I went Balkan tour and I I start to be a little bit tired because I seen something inside the sun, you know. I was like, I would like to be pro and stuff, you know. I push myself until the limit and the street contest was actually my top of the point, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because that mm-hmm. time I didn't know skate parks, you know, and mm-hmm. it was like, for me, like dream to to know the skate park, you know, but it was really hard because I seen and I met Stefan Alfano, you know, whatever people saying, but this guy is the biggest record man in rollerblading ever, ever. It's not, yeah. it's Stefan, not Stefan is a... and Alex or Chris, all respect, all respect, but in competition of skate park, it's Stefan Alfano who won everything everywhere. And that spin to grinds and that how he used transfers and stuff was time back so difficult for guys, you know, and he brought yeah. it. So, so basically, yeah. example this one, you know, it was just like, it's only about rollerblading right now, guys. You know, I look rollerblading skills, you know, I like it. I don't look people, characters behind, you know what I mean? Of course, of Important course. Important is hard and stuff. And... and But like, tell me one thing, like right now, like from, I, from what I remember, like back in the day, the scene in Prague, it always has been like a kind of a strong scene, right? Wasn't it? And what do you what mean about... right now? I mean, like, I've seen, like, I remember when I, when he came out, this video from BMAG under wraps and, and you guys were skating that perfect uh, rail were like, uh, where right now you're making your own competition. But like, since back then, it seems like the, the scene in, in Prague and in all the Czech Republic was like pretty, pretty, pretty cool. No, wasn't it? It was pretty cool. You know, there was a big stand even, you know, time back, it was 500 people in Czech Republic around like a skater as well. Wow. 100, 150 skaters in Prague, you know, and stuff. But but the thing always here in Czech, it never became actually sport, you know. It was really small family, you know. And I a little bit split from the guys because everybody wants to do it like a ho- meet friends. And and yeah, I, I, I have respect for this, but I always been competitive and I like to do sport. Mm-hmm. really athletic, you know, and stuff like that, 100%. So, so a little bit split this way. And I was looking for someone who will skate with me, you know, who mm-hmm. will follow, go with me, Europe or somewhere. There was a few guys, actually, you know, one guy, it's a, but they are pro ski, ski riders, you know, freestyle ski rider, Daniel Hanka. And then is one guy from... Ostrava, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Puchis, and he was really good, you know, really, really good. He actually beat Brian Aragon in competition. No way, really? <laughs> in Poland, you know, but wow. he, he started to do the same style, spin grinds, you know, and stuff, technically, and it's pretty good in this one, you know. Really? But, but then again, you know, the same problem, like in the whole world, you know, it started to go down economically or I don't know why even, you know, all these mm-hmm. problems and yeah, a lot of people give up and but stuff. But like, tell me something, like right now, like how old are you? You're like 36, don't you? 35, 35? You're like 38 me? 38 and a half. Fuck yeah, really? No way. But like, how did you, did you find like the energy and the motivation to, to go around like and still skating this hard all the time? And like, of course, uh, about what happened to you with the injury, you're still like going like full energy, like unstoppable. Where did you get there, all of this inspiration? The inspiration is, uh, if I go time back again, yeah, after the NYTA and stuff, you know, I start a little bit, I stop having motivation, you know, and mm-hmm. I bunker up in my life also. And it's been really, really difficult. I've been six years on the street not like a homeless but 
with two bags. I went kick out eight times from apartment because I didn't pay rent and stuff, Damn. you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I tried to find job all over the place. And then I start, I have to move out from Czech, not because of the law, but because of economy situation. So I choose countries in Europe, you know, to get new skills. Then mm-hmm. I didn't know so much stuff because of a lot of rollerblading, a lot of sports. So I find myself to do gastronomy. And then after that, after the whole crisis finished, you know, I moved to Austria. I started make some money in gastronomy. And then I says, I want to come back skating, you know, before even I have money. I says, I'm really tired, whatever life is. I want to go skating and and just make myself happy, you know, forgot, you know, bad All stuff. All the things, bad stuff. You own money and you have to pay bills and stuff. The life is still continue, you know, so, and you have only one life. So then True. make little time enjoyment, you know, then come back to your troubles and make solution, you know, and that stuff. But you can't make it nonstop, you know, it will kill yeah. you, you know, so it's really difficult. So I did it like that. And then I didn't even have skates and my friends gave me skates, you know, in one competition, they borrow me like remedy skates, you know, no never skates remedies. And I didn't skate for three years, guys, you know, and the remedies, they straight on alley hoop top. So <laughs> it's like you skate, but the transition of ankle, it's already alley hoop. There, really? <laughs> it's like you cannot even skate on these skates. <laughs> I looked up so Straight on. <laughs> but then I says I want to come back. And then actually, guys, Azikiva Anderson from America, I have to say thank you one more time. Send me Wallow skates from America. And I start to skate this Wallow and I start push myself again. And then in three years, Jacob Jewel from Denmark, my big friend, you know, helped me to get into a skate pro team, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm no more skate pro, you know, but... Ah, you, you're not more skating for skate pro? No, no, no. After injury, you know, I dropped to sponsor. We, we, we make a deal that I will be out of the team. I says, yes, it's good because I don't know if I even recover, you know what I mean, and stuff. Well, which is like a pretty mature decision. I mean, like... You were honest to the to the brand, and you say, "Okay, guys." I no, mean, they told me this, but my, I was pretty cool with this one. Even my age, respect, and they really, really helped me. And because, for example, I traveled to Venezuela, and I try to support rollerblading that I'm giving skates away, and I'm buying even part of skates, and I already buy buy or bought like hundred part of skates. Yeah, you're doing you're doing like a, an amazing job in Venezuela. Like from from the, from the video and the story that you're posting, you're doing an amazing job down there, right? Don't you? I did it. Before you I you you and Jacob, right? You guys are going there. You teach the kids skating and all yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start from the beginning. We built our school. We build, brought our equipment, skates, protections, you know, and stuff, you know. And then one day, actually, it was a population city, like 250,000, 300,000 city named Puerto Cabello. Mm-hmm. And then I have like 60 kids, guys, <laughs> 60 no. kids and 40 ladies, you know, <laughs> 40 ladies. So it was like big crew, you know, but then it started again, the economy situation, the situation in Venezuela and everybody has to take a serious life so a little bit split so maybe in future you know but also heavy for me to support in that situation you know so right now i'm more looking for after my life you know and it's crazy because like i was talking with um damn i keep forgetting the names of the people i i spoke with so many people but they told me this guy explained the situation in south america and why they are they aren't really able to receive the the skates because of the taxes, right? Like uh, 
Then exactly, you know, it's a, it's like two hundred percent tax, you know. There. So, really? So if if we buy skates for two hundred euro par in South America, it will be four hundred euro. But who has four hundred euro in in South America? Nobody. South America, when salary, it's like maybe two hundred euro monthly. You yeah, know? true, so true, true. Countries like Venezuela, it's even right now eight dollars monthly. You know, so it's like. And it's crazy because, like, in my opinion, like, uh, it would be cool to, like, uh, to get the chance for the skate brand, you know, to, like, make, like, a little department in those countries. Because from what I've seen in Ecuador, Venezuela, Peru, in all of those countries, like, the scene, the people do really enjoy skating, did they? Guys, I have to say, rollerblading right now, again, eh? we have to do reunion international. It's like, for example, Winter Clash is doing, you know, but it needs to be more, more events like that. And then us like a European or, or guys from USA right now, we have to a little bit forgot our places because our places went down with community, you know, and for example, South America, yeah, if I give skates there, there will be only, for example, in Venezuela, welcome, for example, 500 skaters, you know. And I can mm -hmm. imagine Brazil, it's really massive. And yeah, the level yeah. in Brazil, it's really, really big. Even new riders like this small guy, Danilo, Danilo Senna. Yeah. This, this guy is killing it. This guy is oh, killing it. It is, it is. And it is example of the future, you know. This guy needs support. But how can this guy push 20 years like me, for example, something with no answer, for example. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, of course, with, with no prices, with, with no... We are from different parts of Europe or from the world. The like, world. The planet, no. you know? So... Yeah, that, that was one of the things that, that I said with the, with this guy that I forget the name, fuck. And but like, it was kind of shocked, the fact that like, uh, there are like so much talent in South America and unfortunately, they are not able to, you know, to show to the people the real talent. Like, and it's, it doesn't really make any sense, right? The, the positive is that they have right now the media, the Instagram, the camera, telephones and stuff. So they can post it so we can see it, you know. And I pretty see it, you know. And I would like to say something this, you know. The companies are... The guys who build right now rollerblading or who is supporting rollerblading, you have to see it, guys. There is no more rock stars, you know. We bankrupt like a rollerblading. I bankrupt. More people bankrupt. A lot of people cry right now, you know. And again, you know, there are people all over the world who want to push, who want to do it, who are good, you know. It's not only South America, you know. If we yeah, look, for, for example, Europe, you know, mm -hmm. look at guys in Romania, how much they push, how yeah. big community they built, you know, even they brought new people, you know, look at Poland, Poland, it's a big, big, big community, Scene, community. even they work, they sell skates, you know, they have pro riders, you know, and stuff. There can be much more countries. Again, for example, Russia, you know. Yeah, of course. I know there, you know, again, so much talented guys, you know. But again, these guys, I have to say something for you. Whatever place you live, you have to travel. You have to show out. Yeah, true. And you have to follow rollerblading all over the world. And but listen. The things I want to say, guys, pro rollerbladers, yeah? Rollerblading, it's bankrupt. Again, there are no more rock stars and shit like that, you know. Nobody have money. Even the company have no money to pay you. And True. If, if someone has to be paid, it really has to be paid. There are few people who give up on level because they were no paid or whatever. I really understand this one. It's not about the money only, but it's about to look after the guys. And if someone dropping biggest level in the world, for example, Julian Kiddo, don't let him push, you know, 
lost the motivation. That's just I want to say on example because it's pretty. I can pretty see a few people how then they lost, for example, a little the bit motivation. motivation. Yeah, true, true. It was because the upper level they did, you know. They, so they, they they sometimes also don't have like the the. Um, the, I wouldn't say the respect, but like the, the appreciation that they they deserve, because like yeah, just like you mentioned earlier, like Stefano Alfano or we don't GNC. look the characters. We look the passion, the energy into sport. Of course, character important, but someone has to work with them. You know what I mean? Someone really has to work with the people. You know here also. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Then, but like then the, I just just want to say again, like. Like to go back in the world, just rollerblading to be pro rollerblader in future, yeah, is have to be normal worker or to go job and beside mm -hmm. is doing like this sport, rollerblading, like in old school time when even pro ice hockey player went work and then they went championship of the world, you know, and even they, they have normal work, they were no paid, you know, for that stuff. And, and for these guys, it's, it's much, much more difficult to drop this level on rollerblade right now, like the guy who doesn't work and just making rollerblading, you know, I really understand. I wish I can do it. And I did it also, you know, times mm -hmm. ago, but I think in, in the future, everybody has to put something, you know, do something, working, studying, make money for your appreciation. For example, I mean, like, do work one month and live the dream. At the time, going Winter Clash or Masters of RSC or Braiding Days in America, I save this money and that trip will be amazing. And I'm telling you, you will enjoy that trip so much you will feel it you know then <laughs> definitely yeah but listen like tell me something about like the the master of rsc which is like probably the the competition who has like the highest price ever probably right <laughs> yes and that's the example guys again master but, 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 but it, it's already happened three time yeah <clears throat> It grows, like again. year after year after year, like it grows, right? Yeah, I'm growing, I have to, because my goal is to build some special competition to be on rollerblades, to be different, connected. It will be some like, I don't want to say this, like Red Bull, blah, 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 you know, this monster, monster competition, but I would like to build something like this, you know, on rollerblades, on street, which that even it's on in front of public, you know, and mm -hmm. stuff. And it and I would like to have always big price money, you know. I would like to even have sponsors in future, you know, and mm -hmm. not even about sponsors the rollerblading right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, of course. About to make make big one in front of public you know and again you know next things is that we doing extreme sport guys you know and rollerblading is one of the most dangerous you know but, but it looks tell me one pretty thing. easy and that's <laughs> that's what i'm i just want to say is the money you know everybody but tell me one asks thing. me there is also wars oh it's about only about the money but guys you know if you drop the biggest level where you can broke yourself, broke legs and stuff, or I don't know, you know, you can be really injured or hurt, you know. You deserve to be paid there, you know, you know. You can come for free to big competition. You have no even insurance and stuff, you know. So, so the point is that uh, there will be a lot of people appreciate. There will be not even like times back YTA only one winner, you know? Yeah, of course. We are, for us, it's 15 people winners, you know? 15 which is, people winners. Which is you know? super remarkable. Like, so yeah. for, from the very first until the 15, like, uh, everybody can get, first, like, a, a little prize. The first five amateurs and one best trick, you know? And, That's amazing. And uh, uh, 
because of the coronavirus. Yeah, what about this year? Are you going to make it? Was or should be 27th of June, but I don't think so. You, everybody, countries will be open. For example, you, Italy. Yeah, exactly. It will be also complicated and expensive to travel first weeks, you know what I mean? So I'm looking for September right now. And I want to do it, you know, we don't want to cancel. We want to make it. We are prepared with the price money, guys. <laughs> we, we already have material for new spots, you know. It will be brand new spots, you know. And What about the rails? Are they going to be like still this high? Or like no, 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 no. Brand new. More awesome. technical, more shorts. Uh, it's like arena, you know. There are hammer, but there will be more shorter, different, you know, and smaller right now, you know, different style, you know. But tell me one thing, like... Way for, I, we don't know yet. We will build it. Tell me one thing, like, is, is it the city? Like, of course, I do believe that the city gave you, like, all the permission to make the, the competition, right? Yeah, it, last time, last year. It was illegal, you know. It was with wow. the system, you know. But the Stalin Plaza is actually given the park for the skateboarders there. It's a big skateboarder plaza, very famous, worldwide famous, you know. And it's pretty broke down, you know, also, you know. So it's mm -hmm. preparing future, you know. So, so, yeah. But the Stalin Plaza, it's also like a thing that like people, like tourists come to see it, right? Yeah, because it's like sit, nice city view, you know. You True. can really see whole centrum with the river underneath. Because it's it's like it's a hill, right? It's kind of a yeah. And there was a statue of statue of Stalin, you know. But no way, really. That's why the name is Stalin Plaza. But the original name right now it's different, you know. There, you know. <laughs> But like, tell me one thing, like, who did, back in the day, in 2005 or something, who was the guy who built up the, the very first down rail, the perfect one, the perfect down rail into the stairs? W was you that guy? Well, well. Like in Stalin Plaza, I remember like, uh, yes, th yes. there was like this perfect rail, like about like, uh, I don't know, 75 centimeter height or whatever. It was, was like... Super perfect. You you build that rail or somebody else? I built few things and my friends, the Prax rollerbladers, which skate in Stalin also, they always built these small rails also. So maybe they was there was the rail from them, you know. Mm -hmm. They always built one and they cut it down and actually cut city down, you know, just because of mess. You know what I mean? It doesn't really? so, yeah, it's like we built it without asking, you know what I mean. <laughs> so it was there like few weeks, and then for example they cut it. So, but right now, the the rails are already safe. That everybody uses it, you know. It's... Cool, cool. But and so yeah, with that with that being said, like. Uh, um... Tell me something about the future. Like you are like almost 39 years old, but you're still skating like as like you're 25 years old. And like, do you have like any, any project in your future? Like once you will be like fully recovered from, from the injury, like are you going to film like a, like a street profile or something like that? After last Masters of RSC, <laughs> when I see the <laughs> level, you know, I says I'm going to give up a little bit with uh, freestyle or I mean like jibbing, grind stuff, you know, and this way, you know, I will move out from small wheels. I don't want to use small wheels. I will stay maximum on 80 millimeters and I'm a big wheel rider. I am a free skates rider right now, 100%, mm -hmm. you know. I don't practice too much freestyle, you know, or tricks, grinds and stuff anymore, you know. Okay. Exactly. Then, because of last year, I my dream last year or years before was to do mega ramp, you know. It was my dream. I see CJ Wellsmore, Dave Flank, you know, Chris Heffy. Chris Heffy. 
and stuff, you know, and Roman Abrat, you know, and Julian Kiroz and all these guys, big respect, you know, and uh, and I always would like to do this sport also. I was pretty gymnastic, like a small guy, you know. I know mm -hmm. a lot of things, a lot of tricks. I did parkour, you know. I like sport, you know. And then I start to practice the big ramp, you know, the mega ramp, you know. And then one day, there was also two kickers. And the second kicker, the kicker to the sky, you know, very, very, you know, tall and how to say, you know, steep, you know. Mm -hmm. I never practiced before, you know. And then guys told me like, hey, Yara, it's time to practice the big kicker. Tomorrow is coming the new airbag, you know, the landing airbag, you know, and stuff. And I was so over, over pushing myself, skating nervous, you know. I have a lot of things in my mind, you know, and... It was a not good idea, and I start skating really angry, really angry, you know. I start. I told myself that, okay, let's do cork 1600, you know. So I did like 12 attempts, for 10 attempts, cork, cork 1600, for 1400, 1400, all clean, perfect, all perfect, you know, without injury. And then I try double backflip and I overspin, you know, double mm. backflip. And I says, yes, right now, Yara, come on, come on, triple backflip, triple backflip, you know. And I said, I never even tried the water. I never tried triple backflip in my life. I didn't even know how how fast rotation and stuff. And we, we built in Europe or guys from Scooter, hello, they built basically the biggest jump all around the world guys you go <laughs> 60 kilometers an hour you know down like 100 meters down 60 kilometer hours to the kicker you know crazy and i went to triple back i said come on yara come on everybody look telephone on camera on i did it but i'm pretty tall guy not the smallest you know and i should really really how to say go to the position deep you know i pretty did it you know but i miss more rotation more speed and more rotation so i said myself don't open it just go there is an airbag just go just follow there is an airbag i trust the airbag you know but then guy if you see the video i fall like that before the airbag pump it broke me neck down, total disconnect all nerve system. I didn't feel any pain. It just crack, horrible things. Fuck, and man, then, that's crazy. And then, then the then the the airbag pumped down after the crack, you know, because of the weight, seventy kilos and stuff, you know. And then, then, guys. So the, so the impact, the, the impact that you had, the impact that you had, just because like the the airbag was kind of a tough one, like it didn't really help you to go down, right? No, the the problem is the flat airbag, yeah, even for the ski and stuff. You yeah, know? yeah, it I will help, it. you know, but it can be pretty dangerous, you know. You should be really careful, you know, because it needs weight to pump down, you know. So okay. basically, for example, two weeks ago, I almost broke my ankle there, you know. I did Misty 360 Misty, you know, like a little bit of Misty Flip 360 and then Misty Flip again. And then I went almost there and again, I put front wheel on the airbag, but it didn't slip. It, it hit me ankle opposite and again. I seen horrible broken leg. Then it pump, you know, you know. So it was like second weight, and then pump, and it's a little bit. I don't want to say words, you know. It's better a flat, okay. So I right now, right like, now you're skating. Right now, uh, like obviously you're skating more safely. You're skating uh, free skate as like uh, Nicola Torelli, right? I style Nicola, yes, yes. No, I do a little bit different, you know. Basically what I'm doing, 
it's real rollerblading guys you know because what i see in freestyle rollerblading it's right now only jibbing you know it's really small wheels guys and you are a little bit back on time you go under rockering everyone man under rockering i was skating 2003 2004, 2004. I still, why, I still do still skate until rockering. Why you think I did true top soil on King Rail? Because I have a big ankle on those majestic four wheels with big ankle. I really stick with true top soil, back you know royals, King Rail royals with big ankles. But the problem was the skating afterwards. If a little bit, it's a little bit rough, you know no rotation of the wheels you really mm -hmm. need eight wheels because rollerblade inline skating skating eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's about eight wheels four wheels four wheels in the end and it's pretty different and uh, eight wheels it's a new school skating you know it's mm -hmm. different it's harder to go ledge it's harder to control edwin edwin was skating edwin was skating since the beginning with uh like a flat frame no problem he was doing like a front torque easy like with the paddle light razor skate eight wheels down like no problem it was crazy man man edwin was the the best guy on the road yes. you know one of the best guy on rollerblades it's just like one thing please everybody be positive never give up whatever happened i've been prison i've been in the street you know please don't do it bad you know solution in the end the life is always continue life is nice you know just want to see this one you know man <laughs> Nothing hey else, you know this is this is like a pretty cool message to, to end up this chat yara i do really love it yeah uh, it, it really also just to finish i broke my neck and they told me I can be paralyzed, no whole paralyzed, but your part of body can be paralyzed and stay paralyzed. I woke up after operation, you know, I feel it, everything, you know. I use profit doctors, guys, you know, whatever happened, you know. I continue, I'm 38 because I sport from young ages and I also looking after myself. I'm stretching. Stuff like yoga, I don't know too much, but I'm stretching by myself. I have my own trainings, you know, to make myself strong, push up stuff, you know, like everybody doing home, you know. True. Stuff. But then they are also legal vitamins, you know. I use 100% collagen. Basically, guys, if you broke something, you know, fractured bones, you go hospital, please just do x-ray and then find profi solutions it's only about the money it's not heavy the operation can be for example 200 euro but 200 euro and some some vitamins and from from three months of recovery i make it in five six weeks and i'm fully recovered and so in future use physiotherapy eat Collagen, for example, use magnesium, pure magnesium and stuff, and that can keep you on, you know. And you can still eat meat, guys. <laughs> it's not about <laughs> to be vegetarian, <laughs> like everybody's saying in this world right now. <laughs> True, right now, exactly. Eat, or drink milk, eat meat, smoke weed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Rollerblading can be serious, you know whatever we are doing we are whatever we coming from the street you know and stuff i'm still believe that we will be really real sport but guys we need some athleticism you know yeah. also maybe the image really guys you know be more sporty you know what uh remind me times ago in your profile i see you work for adidas or like I did. some shotting, I don't know if it was football or rollerblading, Adidas stuff. <laughs> At that time, Jason, I says, that's a good direction for rollerblading, you know. <laughs> it's not <laughs> about the mark, what was that, the name, whatever, Gucci, or blah, 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 you know. But it's about 
what, what I try to say, you guys, you should look more sporty, guys. And it's yeah, yeah. true. You. you know, I don't want to see 70% of rollerblading community wearing like a hippies, guys. You know, I understand you don't eat meat and stuff, blah, blah, blah. But when you go skating, yeah, put some sporty clothes, put the mark of the rollerblading companies, you know. Don't, again, don't look like that the superstars getting profiles like a rock star, whatever. It's only the profile, you know. But please come to competition <laughs> like a sporty guys, you know. Represent <laughs> the rollerblading in profi way, you know. But big love, rollerblading. I love everybody. Please support yeah. Master RSC next year. Please watch Blading Chats with Jason. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, it really means a lot. Just because Chaz, just because Chaz Sands is here, it would be great to 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 see Chaz skating in Prague, maybe this year or like next year. Man, Chaz, <laughs> if you coming to Prague, you should be judged. I look after that, you know. You should, you should be judged. Skate with me because I also skate a competition. But it's so heavy. <laughs> no, <laughs> awesome. Let's so, yeah, <laughs> my brother, thank you so much. It's already like 50, almost also almost an hour. I don't want to steal your time. Uh, it has been like a pleasure, like and a really enjoyable talk. So I really thank you so much for, for your time. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in September, okay? For the Master of RSC. Have a nice have a nice time. Have a nice day. Keep hey, blading. On Sunday, I do have Arlo here. Yeah. Yes, hello. So you have you have to be connected, okay? I will. Take Peace out, Yara. Time. Thank you very Ciao. much, my brother. Ciao. Ciao, Yara. Thanks for listening to Blading Chats.